behind I know that I'm love I know that I am safe Even in the fire to live is Christ To die is gain I know that you are good Thy darkest day In my deepest pain Through it all my eyes will choose To seek your face From my darkest day In my deepest pain Through it all my eyes will choose To seek your face I know that you are good I know that you are kind I know that you are so much more Than what I leave behind I know that I am love I know that I am safe Even in the fire to live is Christ To die is gain I know that you are good Oh yeah I know that you are good Hey guys, thanks for listening I know it's a little bit loud in the background Because my car has some problems And hopefully when I take it next Thursday, Casey can fix it for me and it'll be reasonable. Casey's always reasonable. So, you know, I just have to give a shout out to Casey at Summit Auto in Toledo because he's always reasonable and he always tries to help me out with the price. And um, he gets things done real quick, but he doesn't do like a shoddy job because he gets it done in a timely manner. And he just really, he takes good care of the ladies. So if you want your car fixed, honestly, Casey's the place to go. But anyway, just wanted to kind of share with you a minute um, where I'm at. I'm trying to fix the plumbing under the trailer. And I'm trying to do 99% of it myself. I did have to call Matt to come down and help me with a little bit of it. Just kind of how to do things. And at one point, I couldn't get the quick connect off of the hose. And so he had to pull it off for me. And it's funny because I had it almost off. And all he had to do is just like barely pull it. I'm like, ah, if I'd have kept at it for a minute more, I'd have had it off of there. Um, But, and to find things like, because Matt has moved out, but he's not completely moved out. So some of the tools are with him and some with me. I haven't been left with a complete set of anything that I can find. So uh, I need to do like a pre... Like, Matt just moved out video and then do another I got the trailer the way I want it video. <laughs> and I will. Um, it's just been kind of a lot to deal with. Um, there's just a lot going on. And I'm trying to, like, wrap my mind and my heart around everything. And um, he hasn't completely ghosted me. But in a lot of ways, that's the way it feels. So we're not really a family anymore like we were. And that's unfortunate because, you know, I've always told him you... If you find a girl, you need to make sure she's good to your mama because that, you know, you want your mom always around. And he has a girl that um, doesn't like me. 
And so that's the way that is. And that, that basically sets the stage for the rest of our life. And, um, you know, I'll let people come over and whatever and be a part of the family, but I won't let people disrespect me. I'm not dealing with it anymore. And that's been kind of my thing is like I've cut a lot of people and situations and activities out of my life because of that. Um, and situations where I can't necessarily cut somebody completely out, I minimize contact as much as reasonably possible. Um, and so that I just don't have to deal with abuse. And, um, you know, it's, it's important to not let people abuse you. There is one thing that I've noticed going around in some church circles that if people treat you badly, you just have to say nothing and keep going and keep smiling. And that's a sign that you're a strong Christian. Well, yeah, you do have to keep going and keep smiling, and you might not have to say anything, but at the same time, you don't have to allow people to keep doing it. And if you're in a situation where, um, especially, like, I mean, like, work, you kind of have to put up with things, and you can just find ways to just just do everything via text or email so you don't have to have that contact um, if people aren't nice. But at the same time, if you're, like, in a church situation or a social group, and it's very predominant in that group for people to just be mean. Um, you know, when people come at you like pit vipers or are always telling you, why do you dress like that? Why is your hair like that? Well, you know, you did this wrong. You did that wrong. I mean, and if it just goes on and on and on and it's just petty stuff or it's just to the point of just being mean and then you don't have to stay. God doesn't tell you that you have to stay and be abused. You can walk away. And you don't even have to say, hey, here's why I'm leaving. I know people say, well, if you leave a church you've been at for a while, you should have that conversation about why you're leaving. You don't really have to do that. Um, you don't owe anybody anything like that. Um, if you are if you have a job, like a, a serious paid church job, where you're walking out on your hourly job, then, yeah, you do need to go in and say, hey, I'm leaving. You know, this is the last day I'll be here. And if it's a situation where it can be done in a Christian manner, coming back from them then you could you know yeah go ahead and say hey here's why i'm leaving here's the situation here's what's happened um you know i've done everything i can to change it but you don't owe people you don't have to feel like well i have to stay or wow i'm gonna go to hell and backslide if i find another church don't feel like that please because it's not the truth the truth is that even if you're in a situation where you're physically homebound god still loves you for all the people who hardly ever show up at church because they've got medical issues, God still loves them. And that, that doesn't make them backslidden just because they're doing church at home. You can do your Bible study and your praise and worship anywhere. Um, I like to do my Bible study sitting at home in my bed because I'm comfortable and I got my little whatever cold drink or my coffee with me. And like and then like my Dr. Pepper, my sweet tea, my coffee, something like that. And then... Um, you know, I can kind of sit and do my Bible study and I can spread out like all my markers and pens and whatever and like whatever I want to do, I can do in my Bible and, and and stop and pray about it and read it and then look it up on my phone and then I might Google, like look it up in my online Bible. And they're both the Common English Bible, but I sometimes I double check things to see if there's like a slight difference. And then sometimes I'll Google a verse too, just to see... Um, you know what it says online about something if I have a question about it or I just need a clarification or like I just want more like deeper knowledge um I do all that at home and I can do I do my praise and worship mostly in the car um every although I do a lot of praise and worship while I do laundry 
because I can walk around with that going on my phone and just be singing and happy and I can do it's funny because my praise and worship when I'm by myself is so different than when I'm in public and um, it's more intimate I'm not looking over my shoulder oh my gosh she sees me and like I found myself at church there's somebody that I was trying to stay out of her line of sight when I was doing praise and worship because I didn't want to get picked at and I was like deliberately sit in the very back row and stay out of line of sight so nobody can say anything about what you did like okay wow she moved her arm differently look she's putting on a show nobody wants to hear when they're in praise and worship that they've been putting on a show that's your intimate time with God and God might change how that is during that time or your what you're getting out of it and how your relationship with his God with is with God it changes and the way you're you move in response to that changes and that's not putting on a show that's just you and your relationship with God and having to feel like wow you know it's, it's almost like wow you know you're in sin every time you show up at church because of little things that people pick apart about you that's not a healthy situation it's just not that's toxic and so I've cut my ties. I just can't do it anymore. I I can't do it. I don't want to show up. And, and I walk in and I wonder and I worry. Like, wow, I don't think I should look any direction because I know, like, I don't know who's going to be glaring at me. Or I already know who's going to be glaring at me. And, you know, so then I just go to the people that I know are probably going to be nice. And one lady who I know is always nice, Sandra Man Sandra's the bomb. Because she doesn't judge. She just loves you for who you are. And so, you know, I'll walk in and just walk straight, straight towards Sandra because I know Sandra's going to be sweet to me. But church shouldn't be about that. Church should be like you're showing up to do your praise and worship. You're not showing up for people to judge you. And so um, I just, I think that, you know, as we stop and look at where we are and what we're doing, it's making sure that you're not putting yourself in a situation that's unhealthy, that's toxic, where people are saying and doing things on purpose just to make your life more difficult um, or to make you feel less because they feel less. Yeah, their behavior is in response to how they feel about themselves and their personal insecurities, but it doesn't have to be taken out on you. And that's the thing that I'm really trying to make sure in my life that I'm not allowing people to take things out on me just because they're not happy. Um, because I have a right to be treated well. I have a right to, to feel comfortable and safe when I'm at church. I'm there for God. Um, the last month or so, I've just been going for my relationship with God, for my time there with God in praise and worship. And, um, and I know you're supposed to have a church family if it's possible. And, but then it, it gets like, just like where, man, I just don't know what I'm walking into today. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm walking into today. And I don't want to have to feel like that anymore. So I just said, you know, I'm done. I decided, um, like last week, Wednesday, Thursday, like I think I'm going to say it was like around last Thursday of last week that I'm not having any more toxic relationships and I'm letting people know you're not treating me like this anymore. Um, and so... You know, things are going to be the way they're going to be. If I only have a couple of people that talk to me, that's fine. At least they're people who are talking nicely to me. You know, you, I mean, to have a couple really people in your life who are really great and that you can talk to and rely on and they're good to you is better than having 20 people who are sometimey or rude or just using you, you know. So, I mean, think about God loves you. God wants you to have good things in your life. 
he doesn't want you to have toxic people surrounding you treating you badly. And that's important to know, you know, so just really stop and think and know who you are in God and know that God wants the best for you. And that includes people around you who are going to love you and be good to you. And, you know, look for that for your life. All right, guys. Love you. Bye.